This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Warren, and hello, Melbourne. Have you had a good week? I've had a great week. I've been in Byron Bay. Oh, how was it? I had the best time. I mean, I was swimming with dolphins. You know, you have to go to Byron, let me tell you, because shirts are not mandatory. You're not allowed to wear a shirt in Byron Bay. So even the, in, anywhere, just the place is full of men with no shirts, no shoes and no underwear. Oh, like it's the so best. they're just naked. You know, and I've never noticed before. I've been to Byron a lot, so I've lived there. I don't think there was one girl on the property. Like, there was not one girl in Byron Bay. Well, I didn't see any anyway. <laughs> it's quite hard when there's like... <laughs> Maybe you're, 60% fil- of maybe you're subconsciously filtering Well, no, that's right. Yeah. I did meet a lovely lady, and she was the manager of the pub right. at, at the Byron Bay Beach Hotel, and she was a lovely lady. She yeah. was nice? She was really nice. So you're right, there was one woman there. <laughs> there's, the, um, there's that gay festival, isn't there? Is that at Byron Bay? Well, that's out near Lismore. Okay, right. So they do a New Year's Eve party. It's a great the New Tropical Year's fruits. Eve. Tropical fruits. That's it. You've been there. I have, yes. Have once. you really? Yes. What yes. fruit are you? Uh, a strawberry. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> With no pins in me. No, oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near fruit, so let's just move that one along. Yeah. Now, Tom, I've got to check something, because I found out I've got this allergy this week. Do you? Yeah, I found out, because I've been getting this little rash. I thought, what is it? What's going on? What, and it's been... Please, God, let it say you're allergic to the gym. That would just no. that would be my love. Well, I wonder it. if it is something in the gym because you know what it is? They've done all these tests and everything, and it turns out it's this stuff. I'm going to read it to you. Mm-hmm. Methyl, chloro, iso, thiazolinol. And I think if you put that in a pipe and smoke it, it's called crack. <laughs> I'm not quite no, sure. No. Like it. It's called MCI, and it's a um, like MCI. A pres- it's a preservative, and it's found in um, you know baby wipes and moisturisers. Well, you are addicted to a baby so wipe. You've just baby you wiped. Know, I the- come in yeah. and I wipe down the. Do you the- wipe yourself? Like, do you get home after you walk With down baby- the street no. and wipe and cover yourself? Because and- <laughs> I mean, I've seen the poms do that. When I was over in England, you know, they don't like a bath, but they they, call, they get out the baby wipes and, you know, wipe their little bits and the, they call that a bath. Do you use, well, I don't, I don't like those flushable wipes, if that's what you're talking about, because they block up the sewer. No, sewer. I don't, yeah. So I don't use those. But anyway, this substance. Good old two ply toilet paper's all right for me. Yeah. <laughs> me, me too. But the, anyway, I'm allergic to this substance and apparently a lot of people are and they don't realise that they're allergic to it. So it's called MCI, or oh, I won't say, I'll say it, methyl chloro isothiazolinone. So what are you going to do? Well, well, I've just got to watch everything. I've got to read the ingredients. It's in shampoos. Oh, it's in conditioners. It's in soaps. Anything that needs to be preserved. But so people, go off. what do they want you to read for? Just tell me what I can't buy. But man. anyway, I was reading up about it, and um, it kills cells, and we put it on ourselves. So there you go. MCI, look out for it. Oh, yeah, where can I get any? Can I buy it by the <laughs> litre? <laughs> You're going to pour it all over me. There's a few cells I'd like to get rid of. <laughs> the Western Australian Museum, their latest acquisition is raising more eyebrows than most. So what, South Western Australia, what's over there? Sand? Oh, a lot of tradies. I've never... You get, they're you, everywhere. Have you ever... No, have you ever got off the plane at Western Australian Airport at Perth? It's just full of orange shirts. It's just... Because <laughs> all the fly-ins, fly-outers, it's just like it's... You've never seen so much Is orange. it still like that? Wasn't there a... Oh, no, it did pick up again, didn't it? The whole the whole mining thing. Oh, I think... You know what Gina's like. She has a wine. Oh. She, she, you know, she lost a billion dollars one day because, yeah. It's, well, anyway, they've acquired an old glory hole. 
a what? An old glory hole. Uh, are we going where I'm thinking I'm going? Like we the, are, we are, we don't need to. S- like the hole we in don't the need toilet. To say, we put, don't need to say what it. Those who know know what it is. Yeah, where you put glory. your private member through, so it's, and somebody it's goes, "Hello." Carved, <laughs> carved out of a wooden door, the um, the glory hole was saved from the demolition from an old Perth train station, and it was collected by a local man, Neil, and it was donated to the museum. That's not nice. I mean, how do you explain that to your children? You know, what is that for, Daddy? Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe it can be explained as to why uh, people were forced to hide themselves. Well, maybe, that's true. It, maybe it can used for be used for good as opposed to focusing on what it was. Yeah, you know. So some aren't so sure the door is appropriate for public display. The Shadow Culture and the Arts Minister Tony Christusvik labelled the object tacky and said, while it's appropriate for the WA Museum to chronicle the rich and proud LGBTI community as a significant element in the state's history, such an object is too tacky for display at what will be such a great new venue. Do you know what? I'm going to have to agree with the man. He says it's not so I'm sure it's suitable exhibit to be seen by school children who will flock to the new WA Museum when it is completed. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, are you like, do you get around with a drill in your bag? I've noticed it's quite heavy. So every time you go into a bathroom, I throw a new hole hanging onto the side. I do have a drill. Oh, you do have a drill? But I don't oh, carry yeah. it with me. You I don't... use it for maintenance. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> do, but do you? Do I have a drill? Yeah. God, no. That's tools, isn't it? <laughs> I do have a tool belt. Is that what you mean? Like one of those little belts you have But do you, do you have the tool belt for dressing up or do you have the tool, tool belt <laughs> because you like to have the convenience of tools hanging off you when you're doing your handyman stuff? Well, no, I, I, just, I just don't... I can't visualise you doing any handyman stuff. See, I'm people sorry. get quite shocked about that. But I remember I built a house, a Did real you? house with hammers and nails. Did, is it still standing? Well, I hope so. Yeah, no, I'm assuming it is. I sold it to a lady. She hasn't come after me with a quarter any quarter. That's a fall. I haven't read it on the news. Yeah. I think I'd like to see you in your tool belt. Yes, I know you have. And if you send me one more private message after midnight, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> Tom, the team at Vogue. Well, the team at Vogue and Thomas. Vogue and Thomas. Yes. Vogue and Thomas have announced the fashion trends mm-hmm. they want to see disappear next year. And did you know they all come about by me sending Vogue's pictures of you? <laughs> Every one of them. I'm sure Crocs I'm are at the top of the league. I'm so proud yeah. of my dress sense. You have no idea. <laughs> well, you know, I'm very proud today, and I do know it's Christmas, and I'm really happy to know that you've actually dressed like Shelf on the Elf for the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it's really nice of you. I mean, I, I know I was going to dress up as well, but um, thank you for going to the effort today for Christmas cheer. <laughs> for dress cheer. Yeah. Shelf on the Elf. Elf on the shelf. Elf on the shelf, is it? Yeah. Am I a shelf on the elf? Well, you're an elf, like you're little. Oh. And isn't that the trend at the moment? Every time I open Facebook, there's someone, some elf, you know, hanging under a poly waffle or ripping something off somewhere. I think I'm very the... proud of my height. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Let's go through the uh, the things that they want to see go. Now, the first mm-hmm. one probably applies to you, Tom. Yes. Because I've seen you wear them. G-string bikini bottoms. They, they, they're out, so stop wearing them. Excuse me, I told you not to tell people. What I wear under my clothes is nobody else's business. Stop, yeah. stop wearing them. The second thing you've got to get rid of... Yes. ...small glasses. 
What do you mean? Like, I hate when you go and get a Sun, drink. Uh, no, reading glasses. Oh, I thought you meant like little children's glasses. No, 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 no. Like sippy cups, because Wayne buys them for me because they spill a lot. Small glasses. I went and ordered a new pair of glasses on the weekend because you know how it's the end of the year. And yeah, me too. I had to do that. I haven't had any for a few. Are they new? They're new. Oh. I hate them. I'm taking them back today. What a, what a shame we hadn't read this before you got those glasses, Tom. Well, they're not little. They are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, in the bin. Oh, hang on. This is you. The next one. What's that? Ugly sneakers. You know what? I'm going to say something here. You ugly sneakers. So I've started going to a new gym, one of those commercial ones in the city here that I always said I would never go to. But I'm going because I followed my trainer. And they, everyone, I observe, everyone wears the same brand of sneakers. Like the same brand. It's, all, it's, just, it's, it's like it's the thing to do. Now, I buy a different brand. So they all wear one starting with N. I buy a different brand starting with N because of the stability. I like, and my feet are comfortable in them. And honestly, they're great. They're functionally a shoe. But I'm the only person who doesn't wear this other N brand in the gym. And I tried on the N brand and I, they're awful. I've been with my son into that place like a warehouse for sporty people. Right. And there's walls of shoes. He goes, you'll be fine, Dad. Walls of shoes. They're all ugly. There was nothing in there that were pretty. There's none. It wouldn't matter whether it was that N or that N or this Q or that P or that. They're they're all ugly. Well, all I'm saying is I'm proud of my ugly sneakers because, A, I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. and I can work out in them really well. And I watch all these other people and they're pronating, they're rolling from side to side. Do you remember when you came out and you were given your little show bag? The first thing it said was, fashion is pain, bitch, and learn it. Do you know what I mean? Your feet are going to be uncomfortable. Your jeans are going to be way too tight. Your shirt's not going to fit you correctly. But you know what? You look fashioned and you'll be wearing it. Okay, well, the next thing that they want to see go, that Vogue want to see die in 2019, puffer jackets. Correct. Oh, my God. God, if Catman do sells one more of those <laughs> bloody things that have come, they should be shot. But they're warm. Like, I must admit, you, you go, so I'm heading to Japan soon. It's freezing in winter over there. You know, there's this really good thing that you put under your clothes and they're called thermal underwear. I have. I and have, you put them on and you don't need the I wear outerwear. Two la- two base layers and I'm still cold when I'm in those sort of temperatures. Honestly, there's nothing wrong with puffer jackets. Yes, yeah. And you also got ugly sneakers, you wear G-strings <laughs> well, and your glasses are way too little for yourself. <laughs> so let's just My new going. glasses yeah. are big. But here are some trends that Vogue want to see live on next year. Ooh. Now, I don't know... What is this? Boiler suits? Isn't that some sort of rubbery thing that you'd be running around at the lead in? Well, that's no. Well, I was thinking it's what my children call me—an old boiler, <laughs> like an old chook. What's a boiler suit? It's some fashion thing, anyway. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to see them live on. Eighties uh, party dresses. Oh, who loves a bit of taffeta with you know puffy sleeves? <laughs> oh, uh, I love an eighties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, faux fur. Oh, faux fur. Well, we we can't have real fur no more. That's but, just not on. God, if you can't have the real thing, which I agree, you shouldn't have the real thing. Why imitate it? Why not just? Isn't it? Isn't the whole thing tacky? Well, I'm going to disagree because I've ordered a faux fur leopard coat. Because Have you? Well, now it's cheaper in Europe because we, you know, we're going into winter, all their coats come out, you can get it online. Yeah. Okay. What if it's coated in that new substance that I've become allergic to? Well, I'm not allergic to anything. Look, I'm fine. Okay. So yeah. anyway, that's what we're going to... So well, I am allergic to things, as you can see. I've got a runny nose and it's your ugly sneakers and puffer jacket is really... <laughs> I love me. my ugly sneakers. Well, the Chinese government's made headlines during the year with their reports of mass surveillance apparatus 
that includes a social credit system. And oh, I like that idea. So if you don't like somebody, we can downgrade you. They can be downgraded. It's a plan to adopt facial recognition technology on their, listen to this, 170 plus million security cameras. In China? In China, yeah. And so they're going to, they want to install this social, uh, this face recognition uh, software on those security cameras so they can see how you're behaving in public. And then they can keep it, like keep tabs on you and they know when you're going to play. And give you a social score according to your behaviour. Anyway, the entertainment industry is starting to take notice. And I'm thinking of you, Tom, with Kylie, (laughs) that she may be taking notice of this as well because American pop icon Taylor Swift is among the first performers to add this type of technology to their concerts. Okay, so I don't get what you're getting at. So during her Rose Bowl concert last May, alongside the traditional merchandise stands and dedicated selfie staging points, they set up a kiosk that projected a montage of her rehearsal clips onto a screen. And, of course, everyone walks past it and looks at the screen. But behind the screen were these cameras that were secretly taking photographs. And the Is that cam- against the law? I don't know, but the cameras were then trying to match it with a database of her known stalkers so that she could see whether any of her stalkers were in oh, the crowd. So she knows whether they're there. She knows whether they're there or but, not. sweetie, you arrive in security to the back of the entertainment centre. You don't walk through the front door with 100,000 people. No, you don't. So it's not like the stalker's going to get near you. They're on another side of a fence full of security. Well, she was testing it anyway, so the pics were sent to a no, processing facility. Taylor's desperate to try and find a husband. She's doing it anyway to try and get somebody. <laughs> Hang on, that guy once liked me on Tinder. Quickly drag him out the back. Did you know that 8% of us, roughly, say we've had a package stolen from the doorstep during the holidays? Oh, like someone, a parcel. Oh, okay. Oh, I was thinking... I've had no one touch my package at my doorstep for years. No. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's apparently how many of us have it stolen. I mean, sometimes you like you can't get them sent to post offices, can you? So sometimes you have to get stuff sent to your well, home. If you have if a not... job and you work during the day, I mean, how do you get to a post office? Yeah. Well, I had. I remember I had a. Um, I got a little. You know, one of those CO two water things. You the know, CO2. You know, you know, that puts out Fire bubbly water. And oh, I ordered, okay. a, ordered a new thing online for it once. And because it was a gas cylinder, they wouldn't, they wouldn't leave it. Oh, they wouldn't leave it. And so, it's a bomb. No, no, it's not. It's just, it's a gas cylinder. Yeah, but I've seen but the I suppose blow up. There's a That's risk, I suppose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blow up. But yeah. CO2, it's not flammable. Okay. But um, anyway, so uh, I couldn't get it left there and then I would send it to someone else's house and then they got the delivery day wrong and uh, it took about three weeks to get this thing sent because they wouldn't leave so it. So it was cheaper to go to Kmart and just buy one. <laughs> it was cheaper to go to Kmart <laughs> and just buy one. I think in the end I did something like that. But um, yeah, so apparently 8% of us say we've had packages stolen. But did you see that guy that was on TV, the National engineer who devised a way to deal with parcel thieves. No. He created a bomb that would activate when the parcel was stolen. But what it fired was glitter and a fart-smelling spray. So that's the the best. So he's put the package on the front doorstep, put a little... Glitter and fart bomb. Put a little yeah, a glitter and fart bomb in it. So then people go home and and open it. People go, go and steal it. And when they go to steal it, his video camera captures the thief stealing the box from his doorstep. Um, and then the you know the police can track them down. Because when I when you were what first talking brain. about this, I got all excited because I like your name 
Porch Pirates. Because for a moment there, I'm thinking about Christopher Atkins in the pirate movie. You know, he was my first <laughs> crush, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, well, I like a bit of Johnny Depp. I, I've got a thing for pirates. Have you? Yeah. Something about people wearing... Well, uh, like, you know, a bit of wooden leg, you know, someone that's got a canary on their shoulder. And Have you ever had anything stolen from your front veranda? Well... I don't think so. How would I know if it got stolen? Well, it'd oh, be gone. I'd be expecting it wouldn't. <laughs> well, you're right. Thinking, but if someone took it, how would I? Well, then no, no, no. I've had pot plants stolen. Oh, okay, no, you're right. I've had people take a pot plant. I was talking. You've had thought, that? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, anything taken from your front veranda, like just sitting out there. Oh, once when we first moved in there, I spent a lot of time on our garden and I planted all my plants in the ground and someone come and ripped them all out. Oh, I've had that home. happen too. Yeah, the whole lot. The whole lot. Went out there and I said to Wayne, where's all those, why are there holes everywhere? Yeah, someone took all my plants. Did you forget that you'd planted them? No, I remembered. You're probably right. <laughs> That's it for us for the year. That's it. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a safe, happy, festive season. Yeah. Thank and happy you. new year. Thank you for your present, but you can put your package back in your pants now and save it for new year. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Andy, for all your hard oh, work yeah, you've done for the show for Andy. the year. Yeah. We really appreciate it. And thank you to Joy for having us on air. Oh, no. no. We're going to thank people. Thank me. Merry Christmas. Thank me. Wake up with Tom and Warren, Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.